Today's daf is daf Lametes, page 39. The Nazir. And we are up to the Mishnah, six lines from the top of the Amun. All right, Mishnah, six lines from the top of the Amun. Let us get going. And what this Mishnah is going to focus on, today's daf is going to focus on what is considered a haircut. Remember, we've been learning that if a Nazir gets a haircut or is... His hair is cut, as we're going to learn in our Mishnah, even against his will, he has to, um, he's going to have a problem. He's going to have to restart the growth of hair, because the halacha at the completion of the Nazirus is the haircut that you receive at the end has to be a cutting of a 30 hair growth. So if there was a growth, if there was a cutting prior to 30 days, you're going to have to restart the 30 day count. Otherwise, at the completion, you're not going to have a proper haircut. You need to have 30 days of growth in order to have a proper Nazirus haircut at the end. That's point number one. Point number two is, if I do cut my hair, or somebody else cuts my hair during the Nazirus, at what point, uh, how much hair needs to be cut in order for it to be called a haircut? Is it, uh, is there a specific length of hair that needs to be cut? Is there a specific amount of hair? You know those kids who walk into school sometimes and it looks like, they're in second grade, and uh, by mistake, they used the scissors in the wrong spot. So they gave themselves an inappropriate haircut, right? Uh, a mistake. So h- how much hair being cut is considered a haircut. So some uh, fascinating uh, halachas to be learned from our Mishnah. Let us get going. Six lines to the top of the Flamet Tezok, the Mishnah. Stam Nazirus, Lamed Regular Nazirus is 30 days. You need at least 30 days of hair growth in order to have the halach of haircut. At the end, let's say he cut his hair during the 30 days, or bandits cut his hair. Now, this expression of bandits is just an example of even if somebody does it against his will. It doesn't have to do you willingly went, to, went for a haircut. It doesn't make enough kamina. It won't make a difference. Even if somebody else did it against your will, he's going to be saiser. You lose the 30 days and you have to restart 30 days of growth. If you have a nazir who shaves, whether it's with scissors, whether it's with a razor, so a razor goes to the root, scissors are above the root. Ready for this? Even if you pluck out the hair with your hand, even a single hair, the smallest amount, you're going to be obligated, you've transgressed, you've taken a haircut, even if you've plucked out a single hair, and you're going to have to restart the 30-day counting. They asked the question searching for information. Fascinating biological Shiloh. Ready for the Shiloh? We have hair. Right? Hair, if you don't get a haircut, keeps getting longer. Here's the Shiloh. Does it get longer from the root? Or does it get longer from the end of the hair? When hair grows, is it that I have hair growth? And now the hair continues growing by the end? Or does hair get longer from the root? Okay? From the root or from the end? The mind of Camino, who cares? What's going to be a practical of Camino? The Nazir shall go who list him. What happens if you have a Nazir that he was forcibly uh, given a haircut? But they, they didn't cut his hair so short. Meaning, what this literally means is he, his hair is still able to bend back over 
and touch its root. Now, you're going to say it grows from the bottom of Nazirus Koshakle. So the Nazirus bottom line has been removed. You know why? Because the original hair at the end that was there at the beginning of 30 days has now been cut off. So original hair that needs that cutting at the end, that needs to be there at the end, is no longer there because they cut the end of my hair. However, but if you say it's growing from the top, so now my deikdish ha koim. This that he made hekdish at the time of acceptance of Naziris, it's still going to be on his head. So that's the shaila of how hair grows with the practical nafkamina, the practical difference, halachic differences as far as a Nazir's haircut. The Gemara says, okay, let's try to answer this. Tashma, come and listen. Meha inva chaya. From a invachaya, a live bug, the koim beikva devinsa, kind of like lice. Lice in one's hair sits at the at the ikva uh, devinsa. It sits on the root of the hair. And if you're going to say that as you grow hair, it keeps growing from the bottom, the lice should. As it attaches itself to the hair, it should keep moving up, and we find that it doesn't. So the fact that it doesn't is a proof that it goes from the end of the hair and not the base of the hair, not the root of the hair. So Gemara says, no, it does grow from the bottom, but there's something unique about lice. As the hair grows from the root, from the base, the, the, the louse. Uh, you know, prefers uh, the, the comfort and the warmth of the scalp. So it stays lower. Just because it's not growing along with the hair, moving along with the hair, it's not a proof as to how the hair grows. Maybe it's just part of the, uh, the way that lice like to uh, hang out on a person's head. Okay, so we still don't have an answer. Does hair keep growing from the end of the hair? And it's, you know, you have the tip and then it keeps growing? Or is it growing from the base and it keeps getting longer? So Toshma, come and listen. Inva, if you have a if you have lice, mesa that's dead. So now a dead uh, louse cannot decide where to move to. So Bereisha Devinsa, it it can't, it can't decide on its own to get, get to get comfy. Yeah. So what happens is it moves along with the hair. And if you're going to say that hair grows from the end, so the the louse shouldn't move along with the hair and eventually make it to the tip. It should always remain in its spot because that it's dead, so it can't move. And the and the way that hair grows according to this assumption is only from the end, from the tip. So what's causing this louse to move? So the Gemara says, no, that's not a proof either. Hasamnami, maybe over there as well, Mishum de Lasba Khila, because a a uh, uh, because lice that is not alive has we'll call this dead weight. It's not the literal translation, but because it's dead weight, it's just something stuck on one's scalp. Shruge shriga va'azel. Gravity is going to cause the louse to remain in in um, gravity is going to cause the louse which has clung to the hair to just move along with it. All right, so it's not that it's going to fall back down; it's dead. So it is. It's going to keep moving along because of its its. Um, as as hair moves along, so mo- for most people, you will find people with these hairdos 
that get higher and higher and higher. Um, however, generally, as hair grows, it starts to stoop down. So you want to say, maybe that's why it's moving along with the, uh, with the hair, not because, it's, uh, um, not because it's growing from the uh, end, from the tip, but rather it's because of uh, gravity is pulling it along with the hair once it clung to it. Okay, so we still don't have a raya, how hair grows, and again, we want to, we, we, it's important to know how this works, because it's going to make an afkamina for a nazir who had a forcible haircut. Toshma, come and listen, you have people from the place of Kush, Ethiopia, that braid their hair. After the braids are undone, so the hair loosens eventually from the bottom. Okay, what does this mean? What it means like this. If somebody puts their, their head into braids, uh, they, they, so they knot it, they put it together, and then what's the first thing to start to loosen? When the braids loosen, does it loosen from the root or does it loosen from the tip? So the first place it's noticeable, the braids noticeably lo- uh, loosen up from is, is um, at the, the, the hair, what's sitting on the hair, right? So you have the, the head on the hair, you people who dye their hair, for example. As the hair grows, they're going to lose the color at the base. As the hair is braided, the unbraiding, the looseness of the hair is going to take place towards, uh, uh, towards the scalp itself. So you see... That hair grows from the base, not from the tips. The one says, "No, Hasam Nami." There, by these kushim uh, as well, I the kamta he mishkava de rafia. That when a person uh, goes to sleep, so their head causes a loosening of the hair on the scalp, and maybe that's why it loosens. But it's nothing do. It's not due specifically to the the way that it grows. Again, we have no proof. Okay, so let's keep trying. Toshma, come and listen from the next halacha. Miskarta. Miskarta was what an owner of a flock would use to mark off his, his tenth sheep. It was a red ink that as the sheep would walk out, he would take, a, he would, he would take this red ink and mark, off his, uh, and mark off his sheep. Now, the Rafi Amra Milatachas. Whenever this happens, the, the, after marking it off, the dye, well, not the dye, we'll call it the paint, causes wool in general to stiffen, to harden. And as the wool grows, the wool closer to the hide, to the skin of the animal, is soft. So you see that it's growing closer to the skin. The new stuff, is go- the, the new wool is growing closer to the skin as opposed to further away from the skin. Vitania, and we learned in a brisa, Visu, and further, uh, Vitania, and we learned in a brisa, Visu, and furthermore, Kad Tzavi, Savio, uh, kad uh, uh, let's take this a uh, couple words at a time. Kad tzavi savaya when elderly people um, are tzaveya when they dye diknahoin their beards when elderly people want to dye their beards. Now why would they dye their beards? Because they you know it's an old story that people want to look younger than they really are, even though age is something to be uh, take pride in and it's a chus to have the uh, experience in life. But people. Uh, like to look younger. So, Chivron, the white, Ikvei Nimhain, on the bottom of their hair, 
starts to come out. So the, the, if somebody dies, like, like we explained with hair, if somebody dyes their hair, somebody dyes their beard black, where are you going to first notice the white? At the tip of the beard? When the, when the hair keeps growing? Is it going to come out the tip of the beard? Or by the skin? So we say it's at the, um, it's at the root. It's, th- it's near the skin. So you see that hair grows further from the root. It's not growing further from the tip. Okay. So you learn from over here that it grows from the root. Now with the fact that we're repeating you learn from here, we say it twice, seems to be that we're using this as a final proof. But the Gemara says, one second. But this that we learned in the Bagaisa. Nazir shagulchulistim. If you have a nazir who forcibly had a haircut from bandits, but they did give him such a strong haircut, they left hair that he could still bend over leikray back to the root, so it's still considered a growth of hair. It's not going to mess up his thirty days. It's not going to mess up the thirty days. The isolka daitoch milatachas rabbi. But if you're going to tell me the new growth starts from the bottom, listar he should lose out in thirty days. Why? Because the part that they cut off was the part that was initially there at the time of his nazirus, which is obligated to be part of the cutting at the end of thirty days. You understand? When a when a, a nazir accepts upon himself nazirus, so whatever hairs on his head has to stay there in order for him to get a haircut. But if you tell me that all new hair starts in the bottom. Why is the halacha that if bandits shave his head and they leave over a nice amount, which is considered a 30-day growth, they'll leave over, he had a very long hair, so they cut a little. Well, why is it okay? All the hair that was towards the end that was cut off is obligated to be here, and he should have to do a new 30-day counting. So our answer is, I'll tell you the case. Okay, so now we got to explain this brisa, which is, ready for this? They didn't cut his hair within 30 days. He really completed his 30 days of Nazirus. However, he did not complete the process of Nazirus. The chiyuv the of haircut after 30 days hasn't yet been done. And now the bandits cut his hair. Umani. And who's, uh, who are we following over here? Rebbe Yazri, the Amar Kol Achar Melais Zayin Saiser. Anytime your hair is cut after the completion of 30 days, Saiser. You lose out on Zion uh, Saiser. Uh, you're losing out on seven days. Okay, so now you got an inappropriate uh, haircut. So you're, you're going to have to wait an additional seven days. My time is Rabbi Yezer. What's the reason for Rabbi Yezer that there's going to be seven additional days that he needs to wait before getting his proper haircut? Yalif Taglachas Tara Mitaglachas Toma. He learns out Taglachas of purity, which is that the Nazir, when a Nazir is Tahar, so he, um, he uh, has to wait a specific amount after he completes his 30 days. He's learning it out, mitaglachas toma, from taglachas, the, the cutting of the hair, after a nazir becomes tome. Mataglachas toma shiva, just like if a nazir becomes tome, he just has to wait for his haircut till the toma leaves, till the impurity leaves, and then he can get his haircut. Aftaglachas ta'ara shiva, so too when he's tar. And he just has this issue of somebody cut his hair. The most we're going to make him wait is for seven additional days. And the Chachamim hold that every seven days is considered enough of a growth 
that the hair is long enough to bend back down that it could now retouch its tip. And therefore, um, the the machoikas between the Chom and Rebbe is just how long you need to wait after a haircut, whether it's going to be seven days or whether it's going to be seven days or 30 days. But this b'risa that we're quoting, which says you only need to wait seven days, is going to be following Shitas Rebbe Eliezer. Beautiful. Two dots. Now let's get back to our mission. All right. Nazir Shagileach Ben Sa'ar Ben Bezug Oishif Sefkoshu Chai. We learned through our mission a Nazir any type of haircut, whether he plucked it out, whether it was cut with a razor, whether it was cut with a scissors, he's going to be Chayiv in Malchus if he did this on purpose. Tonu Rabbanon. The rabbis learned so should we Sa'ar, a razor. Ain't the other Sa'ar. I know that he's not allowed to cut his hair with a razor. Tolash, Meirat, Sifsev, Kol Shehuminayin. How do we know it's even a problem if he plucked out his hair? Even the smallest amount, these are all just different ways to pluck out your hair. You can do it with the tweezers, do it with your hands. Talmud Laimar, Kodosh he shall be holy, it shall be holy. Gadel para sa'ar raisha. He must grow out the hair of his head. Divrei Rebbe Yoshe. Now what does it mean you must grow out the hair of your head? It seems no matter how you take it away, no matter how you remove your hair, it's going to be a problem. Because you have to grow out your hair. It doesn't seem to make a difference how it's cut. Bottom line is, your hair's not here because you did it on purpose. Whatever it is, problem. Divya Rabbi Yishu. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yishu. Rabbi Yishu, Rabbi Yishu says, Sa'ar in the Elisar. It says in the Torah, you're not to cut your hair with a razor. So that seems specifically a razor. Meirat, Talash, Sivsev, Koshu. Let's say he plucked out his hair, removed it with his hand, the tweezers, or even used a lotion that they would use for hair removal. Uh, Potter, you're going to be potter. That is the opinion of Reb Yainasan. Okay, so Reb Yaishia says that you're going to be chayav on everything. Reb Yainasan says, absolutely not. You're only chayav with a razor. Says the Gemara, but what does he do with Reb Yaishia's pasuk? It says you got to grow out your hair. So why you, Reb Yainasan, tell me it's only a problem if you cut with a, with a razor. If I were to pluck it out with my hands, that's not growing my hair. Answers the Gemara, he says no. Rabbi Yenison is going to explain that Kadeshia is just adding on to the prohibition of a razor by saying, if you use a razor, it's a problem. If you pluck, it's not a problem. But let me, let me tell you something else. When it's a problem with a razor, not only, not only did you transgress the negative commandment of don't put, pass a razor over your head, Sa'ar, don't pass razor. You know what else you, you transgressed? A, an additional biblical problem of you're obligated to, to uh, grow out your hair. So we asked on Rebbeinah, it says you got to grow it out. How you say it's only a razor? Rebbeinah answers, it's just adding to the prohibition of razor. If a person cuts their hair with a razor, they're going to be chayiv on the negative commandment and they're going to be chayiv, they've transgressed a mitzvah asay as well. Okay, Tani Idach. We learned in another brisa. Saar a nazir is not allowed to cut his hair with a razor. In the yellow sar, I only know about razors. Talash meirat sifsev koshim. I know if he plucks it out or removes it with a with a lotion, hair removal. How do I know it's also a problem? Talmud leimar leyaver al raishai. 
nothing can pass over your hair to remove it. And now that we know that you're not allowed to use anything in a way of hair removal for a Nazir, so then why did it say razor? Why did it say razor? It's anything. Why did, what do we need this puzzle for? Says the Brysa Lafishla Lamadnu Lehiskaleach Achroina Shayiya Bisar. Because we don't have anywhere else to teach me that the the uh, haircut after Naziris, when he has a mitzvah to cut his hair, during, he's not allowed. After Naziris, what should he use to cut his hair? It doesn't say. So over here it mentions a razor to teach me I'm sorry. So so what's going to be our source for him cutting his hair with a razor? To learn out from the laws of That's not possible. Why? Says the Gemara, top of tomorrow's daf. You can't make a kavachaymer from something which is more lenient, okay? Which Nazir is... is uh, the haircut of a Nazir is much more lenient than the haircut of a Mitzayra, because the haircut of a Mitzayra, he's going to take a razor over his entire body. He doesn't leave any body hair at all at the completion of his term. But a Nazir, he only has a Chiyav to cut the hair on his head. So that we're not going to be able to use the Chiyav of a razor of a Mitzayra to teach me the obligation to use a razor by Nazir. I don't have a source for razor. Rebbe Yaimer Einaitzarich, and Rebbe says Einaitzarich Rebbe Yaimer Sar Layaber Al Roishay Ad Melois. I tell you, Amra Achar Melois Lois Eitz Galachas Ella Besar. So Mamela, you know why it says razor? The Gemara asked the question. It says you're not allowed to use. Uh, you're not allowed to pass anything over your head. Why mention razor? The answer here is to use something to to teach us for the proper haircut. What's going to be uh, uh, the the proper way to cut your hair when you're done? That's going to be the type of haircutting that one should use a razor for. Okay. Let's just do two more steps over here and then we'll hold it here. It says, in fact, the Gemara, the Gemara says, but it says, a razor cannot be used over your head. Now, you're telling me the whole reason why it says razor is to actually use it over your head when you finish. But in the context that we're saying here of sa'ar, it's saying what you're not allowed to do. And you're telling me that the purpose of mentioning razors is what you should be doing, how you cut your hair at the end. According to Rebbe, the reason why we're mentioning razor is to say that there's going to be two lavin, two, uh, there's going to be two transgressions. If a Nazir Taka uses a razor over his head, he's going to be obligated, number one, for the usage of a razor, and number two, for the general prohibition of removing your hair during Naziris. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Get the Nair of Shabbos, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. We will pick up from Omar Rav Chisla.